On this second day of May at Martyr Shrine in Tay, Ontario, the National Shrine to the Canadian Martyrs, we celebrate with you the fifth Sunday of Easter. Our presider today is Father Robert Folio. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Easter is such a great event. It takes us time to let it all sink into us so that we can truly rejoice and live a a renewed life. And so we come before God and we ask for the Lord's mercy that we be receptive of all the grace that the risen Lord wants to bring us, all the joy, all the hope. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, constantly 
accomplish the Paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Let's listen attentively now to the word of God. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When Saul had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples. And they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him, brought him to the apostles, and described for them how on the road he had seen the Lord who had spoken to him, and how in Damascus Saul had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. So Saul went in and out among them in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He spoke and argued with the Hellenists, but they were attempting to kill him. When the believers learned of it, they brought Saul down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Meanwhile, the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was built up, living in the fear of the Lord and in comfort of the Holy Spirit. It increased in numbers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our responsible psalm is, Lord, from you comes my praise in the great congregation. Lord, from you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. Lord, from you comes my praise in the great congregation. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord and all the families of the nation shall worship before him. To him, indeed, shall all who sleep in the earth bow down, for him shall bow all who go down in the dust. Lord, from you comes my praise in the great congregation. I shall live for him. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord and proclaim his deliverance to a people yet unborn saying that he has done it. Lord, from you comes my praise in the great congregation. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Little children, let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and will assure our hearts before him. Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts, and God knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God, and we receive from him whatever we ask, because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. 
Whoever obeys his commandments abides in him, and abides, and he abides in them. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the spirit that he has given us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Abide in me as I abide in you, says the Lord. My branches bear much fruit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in them bears much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. We used to say, stay with me, stay close, stay a little longer. Jesus, when he was going into the garden where he experienced agony and fear, said, stay, stay and pray. But since the pandemic, we still use the word, the verb, stay, but the adverb has changed. It's stay safe. Stay apart, 
stay away, stay at home, and that's an order. Now, to hear those words changes everything. Last, in the last couple of weeks, I've been out on the grounds, as you may have been uh, in your gardens, and at the Martyr's Shrine, there are lots of old trees, and so there are many twigs and sticks and branches that have fallen down because of the wind. But it's not just because of the wind, it's because something happened to that part of the tree, to those branches, to those shoots. Something happened in the connection so that there was no more juice, no more sap, no more energy, and they got brittle. And when the wind came, they just broke off. They had lost their life. By staying away in friendships, The friendships can die. Friendships need attention. They need time. And we have not been able to give time. Oh, we've tried to uh, adapt, and we've found other ways, email and phone calls and uh, cards and uh, Zoom, but it's not the same. We missed Christmas together. We missed Easter together. We missed birthdays. How I would long to be able to to be with family and friends for a barbecue in the backyard. How I would long to be with the guys in the morning and over a, a cup of Tim Horton's coffee and just talking about the hockey scores and the baseball scores, and we miss all that. The friendships have been strained and maybe could die unless I take the initiative to send a birthday card or to send a card saying, thinking of you, or to send a picture, do you remember when, to try and keep the relationship alive. One relationship in our life that is very precious, that may have suffered in the pandemic, is the relationship with Jesus. Because we were told, stay away from church. Never heard that before. Supposed to go to church all the time. No, stay away. And so we have missed the nourishment that comes from the Word of God. We've missed the experience of the community of faith. Two of my friends in the last month died, and I was told, stay away from the funeral. You can't come. And so I watched it virtually. I, I heard all the words that were spoken. I saw all the movements, but it wasn't the same. There was an absence of the experience of the community of being with my deceased 
brothers. To stay away from friendships hurts so much. And I might just be wondering, you know, uh, will I be able to uh, get together? Will people be able to come to the wedding that we have planned? It's all been unsettling. But with the relationship with Jesus, we too need to find ways of nourishing it right now. And I would suggest that we learn from the Jews. The Jews have the synagogue. That's the center of their community. But every Friday, the Jews experience their liberating experience of God who rescued them from slavery in Egypt by celebrating the Sabbath in the home. We need to restore our relationship as a family, as people who live under the same roof in Jesus in the home. And so I would suggest putting much more emphasis on the table grace, the grace at meals. You know, it's time to put aside rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. It's an opportunity to express the gratitude that's in our hearts. We have food, and people grew that food for us. Truckers transported that food over distances and at some risk to themselves for us. And someone prepared it for us to be grateful to God, not just for the food, but for the people who sit at my table, to be grateful for all that God has been giving, giving me. At table, every day, I can renew my friendship with Jesus. And a second way is every day to have a chat with Jesus, a chat where I talk to him about what's going on. I might his so that I can get to know him a little bit better and become a little bit more like him, which is the deep desire in, in my heart. Recently, we had a virtual retreat from the Martyr's Shrine, and uh, one of the people who uh, registered for the retreat said, okay, I'll pray every day. I'll pray when I take it, my dog for a walk. Brilliant idea. The dog is going and sniffing and, and going at every tree and bush, and I'm talking to Jesus. Somebody else said, I have a special chair in my house where I'm going to sit on each day and just have a chat with Jesus. All of this is so that we can maintain our relationship with Jesus. Don't let COVID undermine that relationship. We may not be allowed to go to the church for a while, but the relationship with Jesus 
can become even stronger and so that we beat COVID. It's springtime and we've been able to see some of the blossoms. The blossoms are a sign of hope. Think of the rich harvest of fruit that is about to happen. And so it's a time for us to, to blossom forth, blossom with, with hope and excitement about what we can do for our world. If we let our relationship with Jesus die, then we have only our own energy, our own strength, our own insight. But if we are connected Life flows through us, and we will bring forth a great crop, much fruit. And so, we, during this time, we, we, we sing, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yes, Jesus is my best friend. And we ask Jesus if we can live the other hymn, just a closer walk with thee. And so we may have to stay apart to protect other people from the virus, but it's not going to be long. It's two or three more months, and then we will have the great reunion. And the great reunion will be so wonderful because we will be more like Jesus and we will see Jesus in those around us. Amen. And so with joy and confidence and hope, we profess the faith that is the meaning of our lives, together we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, on the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We bring our prayers to God. Let's pray that we will be intimately united to Jesus Christ, who is the vine, for whom we are the branches. For this we pray to the Lord. Let's pray for the Church and for Pope Francis that we will continually be there to support the church and make it all it can be so that it brings much fruit 
for our world. For this we pray to the Lord. And let's pray for all the people in India, especially, who are struggling terribly under the the virus, that the world be there to assist them, and that new health, new freedom might happen for them. For this, we pray to the Lord. And let's pray for all the frontline workers, those who are in the critical care uh, units and for all the, uh, the, the nurses, the doctors, and the personal support workers, and the cleaners. For all of them, we pray to the Lord. And let's pray that everybody will do their best to get vaccinated so that we will be free to uh, stay close to each other and to stay with each other and have those celebrations we long to have. For this, we pray to the Lord. And let's pray for all who mourn, all who have lost loved ones, especially to the COVID virus, but from other diseases, that we might have peace, that we might have hope. For this, we pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, you are the vine and we are the branches. Send your energy, your love, your hope, and your joy into us and into our world so that we might give you great glory, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for it is through your goodness that we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth, work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for it is through your goodness that we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine, work of human hands. It will become 
our spiritual drink. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and the good of all God's holy church. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him, the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful, for his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising, the life of all has risen. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. And we pray for the hundreds of thousands of people who have died in this pandemic. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with Saint Ignatius, with Saint John de Brebeuf and companions, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, together we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And virtually, let's offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and you are the branches, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me, and I in him, bears fruit in plenty. Alleluia. 
at this moment of communion when we are united with God and united with Jesus, who is the vine, and united with people everywhere, both living and dead, we allow the love of Jesus to flow through us so that it will be able to go out to others and make a difference in our world. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Through the prayers of God's holy martyrs, may the Lord bless you and protect you all the days of your life. May he grant you health of mind and body, answer all your prayers, and bestow on you always the peace of God's kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Let us go in peace to proclaim the gospel of the Lord.